Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we are offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 25 of the Transforma tu Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about why politicians often step down because of a scandal, why businesses often branch out, why it is not only aeroplanes that take off, why it is important to figure things out in a business environment and why business deals or projects sometimes fall through. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about five phrasal verbs for business and uh, hopefully these particular five phrasal verbs will help you in your business context. As always, phrasal verbs, just a quick reminder about what exactly they are. They are always pretty much a verb and a preposition and sometimes can be a verb and an adverb, okay? And so what we're going to do is we're going to cover five particular phrasal verbs that we think will be quite helpful for you. So as usual, Alistair is here with me. Hi, Alistair. Hi, Daniel. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Really well, thank you. Yeah. Great, After the holidays, yes, back, back yes. to the routine. Yeah, back to the grindstone, right? Ah, that's a good so, expression, so, back to the grindstone, yeah, yes. Yeah, we, we'll the need to cover that. post-holiday, what do they call them? Post-holiday the blues? Blues, or, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> blues meaning like sad or depressing, or like blues that's right. music. That's right. But hopefully you're not feeling too bad, right? No, no, I'm not too bad. Back back okay, into the good. routine. Yeah, good. Anyway, so we have the we've set out sort of five phrasal verbs here that we think could be quite interesting to discuss and we'll go through them bit by bit. So the first one that we kind of outlined was to step down. Now, what would you kind of understand by the phrasal verb to step down? Okay. Well, I suppose if you think of it literally, you're imagining the stairs. And the stairs have a certain number of steps. Mm -hmm. And step down is you're stepping from one step down to a lower step. So that's a sort of literal image. But mm. in the phrasal verb, when you what it means is somebody, for example, often used with politicians or pe people in positions of power. So it that's could be right. the CEO of your company or a politician or even a prime minister or president, perhaps. Doesn't happen very often. Step decides to step down from their post or their position. So they voluntarily 
leave or give up their, their job, their post. So imagine, I know if it's the Minister of Education has decided to step down, which means they're no longer the Minister of Education. You can also say resign, dimitir. Mm-hmm. So you leave that post voluntarily. You're not sacked or fired or dismissed, which are words we've looked at in previous episodes. That's well, you have to go because you are forcibly, forced out of the position. But in this case, you decide to step down. could be for family reasons, health reasons. Politicians often say, to spend more time with my family, mm-hmm. which is often not true. It's an excuse. Or it yeah. could be because some kind of scandal. So yeah. There's a scandal, I know, corruption or something like this. And... They feel that it's in the best interests for the for the party or for the leader or for the image of the to, to step down. So to voluntarily give up and leave, resign from that position. Or the yeah, that's I'd it. say the that's CEO it, exactly. of the company, the same could decide to stop being the CEO for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, we have actually thought of an example sentence for each one of these particular phrasal verbs. And I'll just read this out, the the sentence that we thought for in this particular case, which is, the CEO decided to step down from her position after the scandal, right? So that's that's a standard way that we would use step down. In this case, we're obviously referring to a CEO, but as you were mentioning, often it can actually be connected to politicians. It is Mm. often very much connected to that sort of area of, you know, that type of profession. And in fact, recently, of course, with Boris Johnson, ah, he he also mm. actually technically has stepped down, although it was very interesting because he, in his actual sort of resignation speech, he didn't actually mention the word resign once, I think. <laughs> so because there you go. The scandals I mean, like, of the famous parties at number 10. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So, th- so that's a I good example. I think sometimes it's stepped down because I'm just imagining as you... You don't necessarily leave altogether completely, but you yes. go down a, a, a step, a, a level yes. in the hierarchy. So, for example, yeah. a prime minister, Boris Johnson, I presume, will continue in politics being a member of parliament. Yeah. But obviously stepping down from being the prime minister to a lower level, a lower step. Yes. So he'll still be in the parliament as a normal MP, right. member of parliament, yes. like everybody member. else. Yes. But obviously he stepped down from the higher position of power, obviously being the prime minister. Mm-hmm. So I suppose with the CEO also it could be could be they leave the company completely, or yeah the idea of step down is you feel they're going to continue in the company but in a lower position. Yes, yes, and I think that's a good that's a good point to mm. make really because mm. that might be a differentiation between resigning completely and just stepping yeah, down, right? And we, there is a slight difference there probably, mm. but obviously you know in, in general it's kind of a very similar sort of situation. And in fact, some people may in fact do both things at the same time, right? Mm. They may step down and resign, you know, because they 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 feel as if well I want I feel as if I have to step down from my current position, but then even when I go down that step. I don't want to have that position either. So therefore, I they, they step down yeah. and potentially resign too. You know, so, Completely, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's an interesting one. Certainly, you will hear that a lot on the news, right? A kind of different context that you would hear that. Certainly about, you know, powerful people, certainly. And yeah, just important to it's, know it's exactly what up, it means. Voluntarily giving up power, I suppose, is mm. the... Or yeah. a position of power. Yeah. So it's very often, as you say, use politicians... And and powerful people in companies, no, they're stepping down as the CEO or the whatever position it is in the company they hold mm-hmm. to a lower position or, or disappearing altogether. No? Yeah. I think it's often they want to be out of 
they want to take a lower profile for some yes. reason, like a scandal. Yeah. So all the media is talking about this scandal and this person, and if they voluntarily step down and assume some lower position in the political hierarchy or the company, they disappear from the news and everyone stops talking about them and the scandal quietly disappears and things get yes. back to normal. So it's often a strategy of the company or the political party to avoid or to, I don't know, to, to avoid, to, to make stop the media talking about this scandal. Yes. Because if yes, the person yes. who's the focus of it has disappeared or quietly, you know, gone away to another position that is less, doesn't get talked about. No? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's right. It's interesting. And I like certainly also I noticed here when I first moved to Spain that there was a general, uh, was, I noticed that it was less common for people to step down in, in the UK, maybe less now, but many years ago or like 10 years ago, it was quite common. As soon as something happened, like somebody you'd, you'd imagine that the next day they would step down, right? Because they mm. kind of felt, oh, well, this is not, their position is no longer tenable. That's a kind of like a really mm. specific it's type untenable. of Untenable. Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, in Spain, people always said about that, that they found it strange that in yes, Britain that's right. and maybe USA, there's this political culture of resigning, stepping down because of some scandal. Just You don't need very much. Well, I think this has changed, though, in recent it times. It has. It has changed. But yes. now they, they don't. They <laughs> Yes, they um, just hold on to power. Hold that's on right. to power as long as they can and just pretend yeah. nothing's happening and make excuses. But that's traditionally right. in British politics, they were very, very sensitive to any any moral particularly moral yeah. things, you know, sexual scandals, like someone's been accused of having a, an affair with their secretary or this kind of thing. Sure. Or cheating yes. on their wife was like absolutely scandalous and they were virtually had no choice but to resign the next day yes. to, to save the party further embarrassment. And obviously any hint of corruption, just a little accusation, even without proof. Whereas in Spain, as we know, as lots of people continue in power with, well, unless you're actually found guilty in a court of law and sentenced to prison, that's the only way usually they resign sure well sure. then they're yeah, not was resigning just, they have to go because they're going to prison. sure <laughs> yeah it was quite it was, it was just slight difference that i noticed mm. when i first came mm. to spain that it was like yeah it was it wasn't quite so visible that somebody would just voluntarily give up their position right or they would step down because of some particular issue yeah. right people joke um, so saying i hear politicians never resign yeah never. <laughs> sure Sure, sure. It's kind of interesting, definitely. Okay, so let's move on to the second one, which is to branch out. The second phrasal verb that we have is branch out. Now, this is an interesting one too, right? Because we've got that first word there, which is branch. And so maybe we should cover that first, Alistair. Yeah, well, a branch is literally the branch of a tree, rama. Mm -hmm. So trees yes. have branches usually. Now, obviously, those branches, as the tree grows, the, the branches grow and extend and get longer and further away from the trunk of the tree. So yeah. from that sort of metaphor or analogy is where we can use it in a with a phrasal verb to, well, or the other meaning of branch, which is what would you understand not talking about a tree, but just the word branch in another context? Yeah, this mm. is obviously like, oh, mm. for some strange reason, like to my mind, something comes related to banks. Okay, so like, yeah. where can I find a local branch for, for in terms of banking? You know, mm. yeah, that's right. Of course, branch in this particular case means sorcursal, right? Sorcursal, yeah. which would be where you have a local branch. You know, I need mm. to have a local branch so that I can go and speak to my bank manager or whatever yeah. it might be, right? Or you'd say how many branches, you know, Santander Bank or Baby Oya has, I don't know, a hundred branches in Madrid in different That's locations right. or you That's expect right. every small town would have at least one branch of a major bank 
which comes okay. back to the tree. So I suppose the the bank as the itself, the organization is the tree, the headquarters, no, the the center, and then obviously it will have smaller parts of itself, smaller offices. You can call them offices yeah. as well, no? and they're the the extending branches of the tree, if you like. So that's where yeah. the concept comes from. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and shops so, can have branches. So, you know, a Thara will have, I don't know, thousands of branches all over the world. Yeah. Say, oh, there's three branches of Thara in Paris or New York or London. Or, so you wouldn't say Socorsal then, would you? You just say, no tiendas. Yes, that's true. Um, that's true. That's and a true. company yeah. also has branches. You say, oh, we have a branch in New York, Singapore, and Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or whatever. And then you wouldn't say sort of I suppose you'd say oficinas, I imagine. Yes, you would. Yes, that's right. That's mm. right. I mean, it's kind of mm. has a connection with franchise as well. Of course, that's the techni- technical, mm. more technical in terms of exactly how those branches are set up, whether they are mm. in ownership of the main company or whether it's a franchise yeah. process, right? Yeah, but franchise. Yeah, franquicia, claro. But, uh, but yeah, so that's that's a really great way to understand if you understand that word branch in the first place then you mm-hmm. obviously you can think about the tree think about mm. the fact that different companies or particular banks have have branches or local branches mm. but then in particular you also have this phrasal verb that we're trying to explain really which is to branch out right which is kind of like a diversification like if a company wants to diversify their products right yeah so they want to sell something else or move into another area of business or economy. So maybe they're known for one thing, I don't know, Coca-Cola or whatever, but they decide they want to diversify and start moving into other areas and sell other kinds of products, not just fizzy drinks. And they might buy up other companies and they become you know, part of the main company. So they're branching out into... I don't know what what Coca yeah. into something completely different into clothes yeah. or into well, absolutely absolutely right that's right exactly mm. and uh, here I've actually got an example sentence mm. again just to kind of give a bit more context mm. so we came up with they used to sell only shirts but they've branched out into accessories okay yeah so for example yeah so, so it just shows that the particular company has decided to move a little bit outside its particular market let's say and it's kind of moved into another sector where it feels that there might be some some profit yeah business opportunity absolutely yeah Yeah. i mean branching out can just be a little so as you said shirts but then they start making other jeans or accessories so you're still in basically the same sort of sector of the market sort of clothing but you're doing something a little bit different that you than you did before not just shirts but shoes accessories etc or you can completely branch out in something completely different no absolutely so i know you're in the clothing business and then you decide to branch out into selling ice cream or i don't know something completely different that's right so you know diversification into other kinds of sectors of the economy absolutely absolutely Mm. correct this is branching out and it's the same concept of the tree you know you're extending the branches of the extension of the tree and you're extending your business into new areas or different parts of new markets or new countries could be no branching out from only selling in spain to selling in the whole of europe or in america 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, lots of our sort of coaching clients, they are in that situation. They they want to build their business or something like that. And they and they have an existing market, maybe here in Spain or somewhere in, in Latin America. And they want to, yeah, they want to branch out into maybe to the UK market or to the American mm-hmm. market or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. It can be moving from one sector to another sector or moving a little bit within your sector, or it can be moving mm-hmm. to another country on and yeah, developing a particular market but yeah absolutely yeah it's kind of yeah. just a sort of kind of very very rep- represented really by that tree in a way isn't it? it's a very good metaphor that whole yeah. idea of a tree and and connected to the whole idea of business and how businesses start to grow and shape in different mm. ways yeah and expand and yeah and evolve yeah? and evolution absolutely. absolutely good so number three is to take off to take off. Now, most of our listeners probably will know this one in a number of contexts, right? Probably the the most famous one would be a plane taking off, right? Yeah, despegar. Des, no? Despegar, yes, or despegando, um, yes. That's right. And then also taking off things that are connected to your body. That's right. So like clothes. So anything you, you, you put on, shoes or trousers or shirts, and then the opposite of put on is to take off. That's right. Yeah. Quitarse ropa, zapatos, or a hat. You put your hat on and then you take it off. And also the plane takes off from the ground into the air. Yeah. Um, Are the two, I imagine most people would know the the use of that phrasal verb in those two aspects. Absolutely. This is a different, a different meaning. It is. It's kind yeah. of still connected in some yes. way into to the way that a plane takes off, in the in the fact that obviously it kind of goes high into the sky, right? But it, if you if you think about that movement of a plane and how it goes up and up, that could be also represented on a graph, right? And mm-hmm. uh, you might be selling some sort of product, and what you can see is that you launch the product, and essentially that product is a massive success, and it takes off, just mm-hmm. my, very much like the the movement of that plane, right? Right? And so, you know, some products won't take off and some of them will. And if if it's, if you're looking for an expression to, you know, show that a particular product has been successful, then you could use that particular phrasal row, right, to, to take off. It's taken off. This particular product has taken off. It's, it's a massively yeah. successful, right? I suppose, as you said, the idea from the plane, if the plane stays on the runway, on the ground and doesn't take off, it's mm-hmm. failed in what it's trying right. to do, which is yeah. to get off the ground and go in the air and obviously go up when you you mention a graph no so the line of the graph starts to go up vertically very steeply no very highly yeah which would yeah. mean you're you're suddenly selling a lot of products yeah uh, in the way that a plane goes up or that's right that's so right. yeah you, your product has taken off uh, like a plane taking off that's and become, right. starting to become successful you're selling more very quickly it's becoming more popular that's right. And the example sentence that I have here is his clothing line really took off, right? Hmm. So obviously, in this particular, it's kind of an interesting expression, that clothing line. But clearly, this particular person ha- sells clothes or has a clothing business, sells garments or whatever it might be. And uh, the clothing line, which is kind of really an expression to represent a range of clothing products, hmm. right, yeah. uh, has, ta- has taken off. So it's done very, very well. Uh, yeah, and to, quickly, I suppose. As and quickly, yes, that's right. Very suddenly and yeah, very quickly yeah. and starts to climb rapidly, very quickly to attain a, a certain height. No? Yeah. Then it's that idea, isn't it, that this product that you're selling has had some very sudden, very big success very quickly. No? Yeah, exactly mm. right. Exactly right. 
Fantastic. Yeah. So there you go. Take off can be used in three different contexts, but the one that we want to focus on here is when a product takes off is successful. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number four, to figure out. Okay. Now this is kind of like a really useful one, definitely in a a business context. And you you know, it'll be helpful for many, many people. And we kind of came up with a number of different things related to that word figure, first of all, right? What can a figure mean generally, Alistair, a figure? Well, a figure can be like a person, like the shape of somebody's body. That's right. So you could say, you know, I saw this this figure approaching me through the fog. So when you That's see right. the shape of a person, <laughs> very poetic there, knowing. Yeah. So there's a person at a distance. You can't quite see who they are. You can't see the details of their face. So you can't recognize them. But you see the form, the shape of the body of a human or a person coming towards you. So that's a, yeah. a figure. There was a lone figure coming out of the mist or something like this. No? And right. figure can also be a number. So it can. figures, that's if right. you're good with figures, say I'm very good at figures or good yeah. with figures. So good I'm good figures, at numbers, yeah. like an accountant right. or a, if you're good at maths. No, you're good with, good with numbers. You're good at figures. Yeah. So there's two yeah. meanings. And there was another one also with related to body shape, right? Mm-hmm. So she has a very good figure, for example. Yeah, is made that like the is basically Shapely. kind of yes, so it kind of goes back form. Yes, yeah, mm. it kind of goes back in a way to the whole idea of a silhouette, really, like the first mm, one you were talking about, right? Silhouette. Yeah, yes, it's kind of the in that way, it's kind of similar, and because if you see the figure coming from a distance, you only see the outline of that particular yeah. person, right? And this can also be related to body shape more specifically, especially in terms of maybe dieting or something like that, right? To they're, they're probably a- a slimmer figure or more beautiful That's right. figure, a more attractive That's right. figure. Obviously, yeah. it's very subjective, but, you know, and often apply to women, unfortunately, more than men, perhaps, but that's a whole nother question of yeah, that's another the fashion question, industry yeah. and all the rest of it. But <laughs> some people you know, are more obsessed with their figure, wanting to maintain a, a nice figure, attractive yeah. figure, which Good. often involves, unfortunately, for many people having to diet a lot that's right. to maintain right. that figure. attractive uh, body shape yeah so that is the word figure obviously and the different meanings related to it but then we got to figure out right Mm. which is basically to find a solution right buscar una solución so Mm. and often in sort of business context or whatever professional environment you might be in you have to find solutions right and and that's why this particular phrasal verb is so useful because you can actually go into a meeting and explain that you needed to figure out what to do and kind of then explain how you figured it out, right? And so it's just another way of amplifying, let's say, your vocabulary and getting the explanation across as to how you found a solution to a particular problem, right? Yeah, you've got to figure it out. So you have a problem and you've got to find a solution, think, use your mind, how to to arrive to solve that problem so you're figuring it out no? yeah so how did you figure out how so it's i suppose figuring out how to do something like the method to or to solve the problem or figuring out how to use something yeah. so if you have some new tool some new software or application in your job on the computer or on your phone at the beginning you don't know how to use it correctly it's so then you've got to start using it and start trying to it's hard to think of another word than figure out. No, uh, yeah, you can to, work out something as well. Of yeah, course. work you out. You've got to work out, yes. out or figure out how to use it correctly. So you explore yeah. it, you use it, you practice until you've. So I suppose the problem is you don't know how to use the application correctly, and yeah. figuring it out as you learn by 
trial and error or making mistakes yeah. or somebody training you or how to use it correctly and you become familiar we had this in a previous episode no to yes we did yes absolutely yes yeah yourself with something new yeah um, so it could be a situation could be a thing like a new software program that you yeah. need to be able to figure out how to use it correctly or yeah finding a solution to a problem yeah it's so, kind of almost the opposite of being taught something right it's kind mm. of like in a way is where you are independent you're trying to you don't have a teacher who's going to tell you what to do exactly it might be like you download an app as you were mentioning and you don't know exactly how to use a particular app when once once you've downloaded it you have to figure it out right you have to press some buttons yeah. and work out all how all of the different functions yeah. work right you and, don't have a, a manual or instructions absolutely yeah and you've got to figure it well there's an expression of figure it out for yourself i'm not going to yes. give you the answer sometimes sure. teachers say that in fact that they'll say yep, well okay, i'll give absolutely, you a certain right, amount yeah. of information but then you have to figure out this thing for yourself which is a process of your mind which is part of the education process now you've got to learn techniques or how to solve a problem yourself not always the teacher giving you the answer yes kind of being like an autonomous mm. learner in some way you know yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so yeah yeah. You've got to figure but, it out for yourself or figure yeah. out how to do something. So you're using yeah. your intelligence to well, investigate or practice and yeah. find the, the answer to the solution. Yeah. And the example we came up here was it took me years to figure out how social media really works. Or So, yeah, I mean, social media is a good one because it can take a long time to really figure out a particular type of social media works and how you can make it work in, into your benefit. Right. In my particular case, obviously, most of our listeners probably come from LinkedIn or have heard or seen some of my posts on LinkedIn. And it took me a long, long time to really figure out how LinkedIn, you know, works and how you can really get your message across and how people can see your post yeah. more, all of that type of stuff. It takes a, gradual, a long time. Yeah. yeah it's a gradual so, learning process. That's right. But you're yeah. learning that yourself, you no, know, without anyone telling you, well, you could ask advice and other people can give you advice. Yeah. And you can accept it or, or not. But you're basically evolving and adapting and getting better at using it. And yeah. that process is figuring it out yeah yeah um, yeah it's kind of like an expression that's kind of similar to the plane that we mentioned before it's kind of like there's a learning curve right mm, there's a learning yes. curve which is kind of very interesting as well it's kind of like similar to that plane movement that we were talking about before it's kind of like as you progress at the beginning it's kind of quite slow but then bit by bit mm. you kind of like you get better and better almost exponentially yeah. right so, i was going to yeah. say exponential yes yeah so quicker and quicker is it <laughs> progresses no? that's right that's right absolutely good and then the last one last but not least as they say in english right to fall through right so let's try to explain what fall through means alistair well you can fall through a window and this is the literal meaning of it and uh, there are many ways you can fall so in english we have the verb fall and then we add uh, several prepositions i can think six seven off the top of my head yeah going back to a previous episode yeah off the top um, of your head yeah yeah explaining the way you fall so fall through uh, a window for example yeah from uh, one side to the other yeah. but in this case it's nothing to do with how you're falling through a window or anything else it's for example uh, well i imagine you have an example to read out that will explain well, i do i do absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely yes the deal fell through after we showed them the numbers okay mm. So yeah. you're not physically falling in any sense through anything. No, nope. no, nope. 
No, absolutely not. No, no. So in this particular case, yeah, you're talking about a deal, which is obviously a very important word to know in business English. A deal that maybe was almost finished, had been Mm -hmm. almost completed. There were some loose ends. Esto también es super importante. It's kind of a very interesting expression, right? Loose ends, which means a few things. Yeah, but you basically just got a few things to 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 finish at the at the end of the process, and then mm. suddenly the whole deal falls through. Which means that because of those little details, suddenly there was like a little bit of a disagreement, and in the end, it just didn't happen. And I presume you know this can a good a good example of this is kind of when football players get transferred from one mm. team to yeah. another, right? Which is like you think that everything's going to happen and everything's going to work, and then in the end. It doesn't go through, and the player stays at the uh, yeah. Often at the last club, minute, right? no, the deal yeah. fell through at the last second, the last minute, because mm-hmm. finally they couldn't agree on the salary or whatever the conditions of the contract. Yeah. So it looked like it was going to happen, and all the media were basically saying, "Yeah, this is a done deal. It's going to happen. This player is mm-hmm. moving to this club for X millions." But something happens in the last minute. It's something they can't agree on. They can't yeah. finalize the deal and sign it. And it falls through and that player then, especially it's at the end of the transfer deadline. So maybe it's, you know, one minute to midnight on the last day of the transfer, what do they call it? Transfer window? Window, window, yes. Another um, window, you fall through the window. <laughs> oh, well, it fell, yeah, it fell through the window. And obviously it's too late to, to get a transfer to any other team because now you That's can't right. do it till the next window opens in whenever, Christmas, if it's the summer. So yeah. that player then ends up staying at their original club and not moving because the deal fell through in the last moment. It's often That's last right. minute things, isn't it? It Something is. Something seems it like is. it's going to happen. It seems sure. Like a business deal is all, you just have to actually, you know, sign the contract. Yeah. But then the last minute, for some reason, it doesn't happen. So it, yeah. it falls through. It's no? through. Yeah, it's a That's good right. example. Of the tran- Yeah, football, tra- all the time, every summer we have the same, you know, this transfer or this deal fell through at the last minute. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, that is kind of interesting in in itself. And certainly when we were talking about fall through, we, and as you mentioned just there, Alistair, was the fact that lots of different prepositions can go with fall and they can be particularly confusing. And so that's, that's why we were thinking that maybe next week our episode might be related to all the different prepositions that can go with fall, because mm. I think that need, really needs to be cleared up for a lot of people. No question yeah. about it. I know a lot of people who have like a C1 level and they still get confused with fall over, fall through, fall, fall down. Off, fall down, yeah. fall over. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. So we should definitely try to make yeah. that as, as clear Dedicate as we can. episode to that. Uh, Absolutely. All Absolutely. the ways that you can fall in English. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Very precisely. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Fantastic. So there you go. Five different phrasal verbs that you can use in business context. We thought they were kind of particularly interesting and particularly noteworthy. And what we'd like to do now is just have a little bit of listener feedback, just very quickly, if we can. Alistair, in particular, we had Jorge from Argentina. He he mentioned something related to the Baja, right? Yeah, we. I think it was episode seven, perhaps, a long time mm. ago, it seems. Yeah. We did an episode and it was like tran- the difficulties of translating into English the concept of baja and alta. Mm. Baja mm. de enfermedad, baja de maternidad. We said, and we came up with, I think, things like maternity leave, sick leave, or to be off work, sick. And this person said, oh, he was listening to the that episode and said... Alta, yes, but he disagreed, said Baja is not used in that way. And he suggested that a a better translation would be licencia, 
de enfermedad o licencia de maternidad o maybe permiso was another and it immediately occurred to me that perhaps this person was not from Spain so I actually asked him where, where are you from are you from Spain and he said no I'm Argentinian and he lives in New Zealand in fact and they said ah that's probably because in Spain definitely because we live here many we've lived here many years definitely yeah. Spanish people in Spain do use baja with that sense and obviously in Argentina and perhaps in other South American countries maybe that is not used in the same way so in Argentina at least Jorge informs us that that would be a licencia or a yeah. permiso and not a baja so yeah. it's just to clear that up that when we said baja that seems to be referring to Spanish in Spain which in Spain, often yes, is the absolutely. case because we live here so we we're often yeah. unaware of when there are differences between Spanish here in Spain and Spanish in other Spanish-speaking countries. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And, uh, you know, the same can happen to, to, to us in terms of the difference in terms of English between mm. the UK yes. or the or America or wherever it might yeah. be, right? We so, can certainly dedicate yeah. perhaps some episodes in the future to some of those differences between American absolutely. and British English, of, yeah. which there are many, and spelling and various things, no, pronunciation, etc., yeah. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much for that, Alistair. Super interesting to talk about that listener feedback. And of, as usual, if any of our listeners do have any questions, do get in touch with us. You'll definitely find the email address in the show notes. So go and find that absolutely and send us any questions that you ha might have. It does help us a lot in terms of thinking about what we could potentially help you with. So do feel free, as we say in English, to get in, in touch with us. Now I'll just do a quick summary of the particular episode that we've just done, which is all about five particular phrasal verbs that are useful for business. We had number one, which is to step down, which is essentially very similar to resign, but we kind of came up with the fact that it's slightly different. It's mostly related to the idea that you are just stepping, sort of stepping down from a top position. You're moving down one position and uh, maybe not re re relinquishing, which is a very a specific word, obviously in English, some of your power, right? So you may mm -hmm. step down and then afterwards you may resign depending on the context, okay? And that's very commonly used in context of politicians and CEOs, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. The second one was to branch out, which was super interesting, certainly to cover that word branch and to branch out in this particular case is where a business may want to go into a different sector. They may want to bring out new products. They may even want to go to another country and develop their um, sort of range of products in that particular country, right? So uh, to branch out is also very, very useful in a particular business context. Context, especially if the business is expanding and wants to, you know, mm, look for diversify. new horizons. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Diversify. Absolutely. Takeoff is very interesting, obviously very much connected to the idea of a plane taking off. But in this particular case, we connected it to the whole idea of a product taking off, which basically means that it is super successful after the launch. Either a product can either be sort of successful or maybe not successful or average. But certainly if you say that a product has taken off that that certainly means that it's following that line of the way a plane moves, which is high up into the sky, and it's kind of almost exponential in its growth, okay? So that's a product taking off, which is a super nice way to talk about a particular performance of a specific type of yeah product or, or anything that the business might be connected with in terms of different types and ranges of products, right? Number four was to figure out, which is basically to find a solution, often a solution related to 
situation where you find the solution yourself. There's nobody teaching you. You can figure out, if you have to figure something out, you go and look for the answers and, uh, and then you maybe bring back those answers to your boss or to your team or whatever it might be, right? So to figure out is a super useful expression in terms of expressing to somebody else that you have gone out and found the solution and you know without anybody really particularly helping you you've kind of gone and done the work yourself and then the last one was to fall through which is kind of connected to business deals falling through at the last minute which is suddenly when you think everything's going to work and in the end just a few details not didn't really connect at the end and, and then the deal falls through and we kind of mentioned also that to that fall has a lot of other prepositions that you can use with it. And uh, we will be looking potentially at those in the next episode because they are so, so confusing. So um, I think that's a summary, right? I think that's the yeah. summary of the five. Well right? <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. So Alistair, thank you very much for your time. Super useful, super interesting, really, really, really interesting. And I hope that our explanation of these phrasal verbs that can be so difficult to remember, right? They are so difficult, at least give some context to our listeners. And uh, hopefully that those little stories will remember in, will remain in their minds, right? And it's, you know, just useful to, to have those at your disposal, right? And thank you, Dan. It'll be very interesting and a pleasure as always talking to Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Great, great. So I'll see you again next week. Yeah, yeah. see you next All week. Right. Ciao. All right, see you then. Bye-bye. Mm. Cheers.